here. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've been uh, full-time in prison work for 27 years, and um, I got out of prison 45 years ago. And when I told all of my friends that God called me into prison work, they all said I should have been in prison a long time ago. Amen. <laughs> so uh, I want you to relax. Your, uh, your car's all right. I don't snatch purses or nothing like that. That's always a blessing. That's good to know. Amen. Amen. You run into some strange things. In prison work, I remember my my first, and you learn some things. I was uh, in St. Clair Prison. We did our first prison revival there in uh, 1987, January. And uh, there's over 300 in solitary confinement, still are. And uh, that's prison inside the prison. They're all in one-man cells, and, uh, you know, you go door to door, and there's a little window uh, about like that, and they're all broken out. I mean, uh, let's face it, uh, they're not uh, in there for skipping Sunday school. Amen. Anybody got a clean handkerchief? You may not get it back, but uh, nobody. Well, ain't that something? I came up on a cell, and uh, I said, how you doing? He said, I'm an alien from outer space. I said, well, I'm glad to meet you. I said, uh, I've never been in outer space myself. So what planet are you from? He said, I'm from the sun. I said, just between me and you, <clears throat> don't it get kind of hot on the sun? <laughs> He said, not at night. I learned, I learned something, boy, about astronomy right there. <laughs> you learn all kinds of good things in prison. I have a special offer you'll find on the back of our brochure. And uh, if you know anybody in prison, or if you know anybody that knows anybody uh, locked up and behind bars, Anywhere in this country, just uh, send me that special offer. It's right there. Full name. Now, I need the full name. First and last will not do. There's four David Byron Turners locked up in the state of Florida alone. Amen. By the way, that's my name. Amen. (laughs) So I need that full name. I need the prison number. I need... uh, the mailing address, and then tell me something about their spiritual condition. You can just say he's lost, he's saved, and uh, that'll be sufficient. And we send them our books free of charge, books that we have written over the, over the years. I wrote Basic Training, our new converts book, 26 years ago. And uh, we drop these books, as it were, out of the sky. In other words, we don't tell them who told us to send one. Uh, they just get a book. And that, uh, 
has its own degree of effectiveness. And uh, if they'll just show the initiative to do that little test in the back and send it in, then we will send them another book with another test. When they have completed book number six, uh, they will have finished the orientation unit to prison Bible school, and they will be given information how they can go on and earn a Bible degree free of charge while they're in prison, and uh, many, uh, many have. I got a letter from Stanton Hill, and it's been, let me think, four years ago. He said, you've never met me, but I'm one of your success stories. He said, I, I was in a county jail down for the fourth time. Uh, that means he'd already been in prison three times. He said, I was looking at 88 years. He had four felony accounts. He said, I got up. I gave up. He said, I got born again. And I asked the Lord to lead me to some sound Bible teaching. And he looked over in the floor of that dirty Texas County Jail, and he saw that book still encased in plastic the way we send them. He picked it up, and uh, he got 88 years. He got four 22-year sentences. Uh, they ran them concurrently together, and uh, he got out in about five years, and he earned his doctorate while he was in prison, and he started and heads up Brussels Prison Ministry in Texas, and that's just one of the many, many stories uh, uh, that I know about, and I don't know of, uh, of many because being an ex-convict, uh, you are discouraged from uh, staying in touch with other ex-cons. So I just get a, a success story here and there from my chaplains. And uh, I was driving from uh, Dothan, to Pensacola, and I, I cut across country uh, and went through, you know, some towns I had never been in, and um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was Hartzell, I'm not uh, sure, but it only had a one light, and uh, I stopped to get some coffee at a little convenience store, the only one in town, and I got out of the car, and there was a well-dressed uh, black man that got out of his truck on the other end. And uh, we both heading toward the front door, and he stopped. He said, are you Dave Turner? I said, yes, sir. He said, uh, you remember where I came from? Were you? I said, I, I don't remember. He said, Bullock County Prison. And uh, that's where we started our first prison Bible college. We have 60 now. And he said, uh, I earned my Bible degree at Bullock County. And he said, uh, I, uh, I was in for nine years. And he said, I've been out seven years. It got reunited with my wife and my four boys. And he said, I've been pastoring a church in this town for the last seven years. He said, I just wanted to shake your hand. Amen. You just, 
You never know. So uh, be sure to do that if you know anybody uh, locked up anywhere in this country. Prison Bible School is the only Bible college in America that is free of charge. Each one of those degrees, the three-year degree, uh, would cost uh, about $2,500 for it's all said and done, but it's free to these prisoners. So we would be honored uh, to do that. If you want to do something small uh, that would be big for us, get you a little stamp card or a brochure or one of my prayer cards. They all have our address. Send us a book of stamps whenever you can, and uh, we'll put you on our mailing list and your newsletter, and uh, this will help everything move along. Cost me about $2 to mail one of these books, just the posters, not the cost of the book. And uh, we give all of our books uh, free of charge to, uh, to prisoners. And I've given well over 20,000 copies of just our first book, okay? So uh, that'd be a small thing that you could do that would be a big thing for us. Song of Solomon 2.15 Said it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Amen. And if you will allow me, it's the little grapes that make the wine. Zechariah 4.10 said, Who shall despise uh, the day of small things? And, uh, you know, I got to uh, preach in one of those Reformers Anonymous. Y'all might have heard about that, thanks to Jeff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, God told me he was a addicted to brake fluid. I said, Lord, help. I said, brake fluid? I said, what in the world kind of treatment are you taking for that? And he, he chuckled. He said, I don't need no treatment for that, man. I can stop anytime I want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take your Bibles and turn to Philippians chapter 4, Philippians 4. Like I said, I got out of prison 45 years ago, and uh, so I am walking living proof that God can do something with an ex-convict. When I was in prison, uh, if there was any preaching there, I didn't know about it. And uh, there were certainly no Bible colleges offered. And uh, I didn't get saved till 10 years after I got out of prison. God promised in Jeremiah 29, 13, he said, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. Amen. Philippians 4, verse uh, 19. Very familiar verse, I pray. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Father, help us today. Lord, strengthen me. Uh, I beg you, Lord. Uh, didn't sleep uh, very good last night. Uh, but Lord, if you just help me, we'll make it. Thank you for these kind folks had the confidence even to allow us to come. Lord, uh, 
probably got some lost folks in here. Never been saved. Maybe they've been baptized and said the sinner's prayer. I just never been born again. And God uh, saved somebody. Stir in somebody's hearts. God help us that are saved to do something for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now the world would uh, cut that verse off, if you will. And the world would, in essence, say, I can do all things. Now, that's where you get visualization, positive thinking, and, and self-esteem, all of those things uh, that are contrary to the Word of God, because there are some things that you simply cannot do. Amen. Amen. Bible said in 1 Timothy 6, 7, we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we will carry nothing out. Like this man, and he was uh, on his deathbed, and he told his wife, he said, honey, put all of our money in the attic, and I'm going to get it when I go up. And he died, and she did put it up there, and she came back from the funeral, went right to the attic, and there it all was. And she said, I knew I should have put it in the basement, in the basement, amen. <laughs> it didn't matter. You ain't taking it with you anywhere you go. Bible said in John 3, except a man be born again, he shall not see the kingdom of God. It will not enter in unless you go by the new birth. Amen. Amen. The death and the burial and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I was the only uh, black sheep in my family. Uh, if you'll allow me, I was the only, uh, out of my brother and my two sisters, the only one that ever even got arrested, much less uh, go to prison. And... Uh, uh, they wanted me to get right, and they wanted me to uh, stay right and do right, and rightfully so. But when I got saved, they didn't want me getting that right. Amen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I was going too far, jumping off the deep end of the pool, kind of like this pastor saw one of his church members. And he said, William, man, where in the world you been? Been over a year. He said, I, I know it, preacher, but I, I, I joined another abomination. That's what my family thought about me when I got saved. I, you know, going to church all the time, witnessing anything, I just stand still long enough. They thought I joined another abomination. Amen. Amen. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. You cannot stay out of hell except you go by the blood of the Lamb. The only way to heaven is by Calvary. Acts 4.12 said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. 1 Timothy 2.5 said, There's one God, one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Amen. Except a man be born again, cannot enter into the kingdom of God. But I want to focus on this mission's emphasis on some things that we can do. Verse 9, those things which you have both learned 
received and heard and seen in me do. Those things which ye have learned. You can learn the scriptures. Guarantee you, you can learn the scriptures if you just study a little bit. The Bible said in Romans 15, whatsoever things were written aforetime. That's the Old Testament. We're written for our learning. Like that little boy, Master's daddy said, Daddy, can you sign your, your name with your eyes closed? And he said, Sure, I can. He said, Well, close your eyes and sign my report card then. Amen. <laughs> you got to study a little bit. Proverbs 16, the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Well, about a week later, since he failed at that effort, uh, he walked through the front door on a school day about 10 in the morning, and his mother said, what are you doing here? Why are you not in school? He said, Mom, they're cutting back at the school, and I got laid off this morning. <laughs> That's about as sorry as some of our Excuses are for not learning the scriptures. I found out quickly after I got saved in 1980 uh, that uh, the world was not interested at all, in my opinion. They didn't care what I believed. They didn't care what the, was preached down there at the church. If you're going to make any headway with anybody on God's green earth, it must be with the scriptures. Romans 10:17 said, Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. 1 Thessalonians 2.13, it is the Word of God which worketh effectually in you that believe. Psalm 119 verse 9 said, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to thy word. Verse 11, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Uh, John 15.3 says you're clean through the word. Ephesians 5, 26, he sanctified and cleansed the church by the washing of the water by the word. Joshua 1, 8 said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I guarantee you, you can learn the scriptures, and it'll be the most effectful, effective and useful thing that you will ever do. Amen. Ever do. I'm, a, I'm accused almost everywhere I go having a photographic memory or some kind of special talent or gift, and nothing can be further from the truth, amen, nothing. Like the older man told his girlfriend, he called her and said, Honey, I know I asked you to marry me last night. I just can't remember whether you said yes or no. She said, oh, sweetheart, love of my life, I'm so, so glad you called because I knew I said yes to somebody, couldn't remember who it was. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm 66 years old and things are slipping and in a hurry. Amen. Uh, but I've been, uh, I tell folks when they tell me, look, I said a fellow ought to know something after 34 years and doing it 27 years full time. And, and you can too. You can learn the scriptures if you study just a little bit. Second Corinthians 4.16 said, The inward man 
is renewed day by day. Isaiah 28, 10 said, here a little and there a little. I've been working on this a little uh, every day, probably five or six days a week, about 30 minutes first thing in the morning. That's when you're freshest. I go over my list. I've got everything on laminated sheets, all my scriptures I've learned over the years. That's what I do first thing. Been doing it for 34 years. Got about 100 on each page, and I was driving uh, down the road. I, just, I wanted to find out how long it took to go through 100 verses. It took me 14 minutes. Now, I challenge you, if you've been saved six months, okay, and you've been faithful, and you, you read your Bible and study a little bit, I guarantee you can sit down and compile you a list, 50 to 100 verses, without any problem. You have heard that much scripture, and you know that much scripture. Take you a few weeks to hook up the reference with the verse. That is the number one mistake people make learning the scriptures, is they learn the verse, but they don't learn the reference. If you say the reference with the verse, every time you quote the verse, they'll make a crease in the gray matter, and they will come up together. Amen. You know, like Luke 13, John 13, 3 and 5 said, you, uh, you must be born again. Uh, you must be born again. Uh, John 3, 3 and 5, you must be born again. John, listen, you can learn the scriptures if you study a little bit. And it will be the most effective thing that you have ever done because faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Do I have my wallet down there? Boy, I have great fun. I'm telling you, you got opportunities today not like you've never had. You know, I am a, a doctor. I'm kind of disappointed when I got that degree because none of my prescriptions have made it through the Walmart pharmacy yet. Amen. <laughs> so I just went to my printer and I, I made up my own uh, prescription pad. I said, I need some precept prescriptions. Anybody got a pen? Somebody in front got a pen? Yeah, let me see that. And uh, uh, Psalm 119, 128 said, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things uh, to be right. Amen. And, uh, and so when I'm out and about, and uh, I said, okay, let me just write you a prescription here. And uh, I'll write the uh, uh, references down there. And then I sign it like a doctor does. And I give them my prescription. You can Learn the scriptures if you study just a little bit. There's your precept prescription there, preacher. There you go. Have great fun with that. I'm telling you, in these last days, there are opportunities afforded you uh, like never before. Uh, people are concerned about these times. Psalms 12, 8 said, The wicked walk on every side when the vilest of men are exalted. Proverbs 29, verse 2 said, The righteous, when the righteous own authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Amen. People are looking for answers. You can learn the scriptures if you study a little bit. Amen. Now, I'm not going to preach all of this. Uh, I'll just go over this little outline. You can lay off slander. It's a simple outline. How you do that? Shut up. Amen. Amen. That ain't hard, is it? 
And I never preached this. I, I quit preaching on this years ago. You can lose your stomach. How you do that? That's simple. Stop eating. Hallelujah. It dies every time. You can't preach to folks about their eating that. Don't worry. Relax. I'm moving on. Look at verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I would say, Paul, love these folks. You can live with the saints. How in the world do you do that? Subject yourself. That's all you have to do. Bible said in 1 Corinthians 16, submit yourselves to everyone that helpeth us and laboreth. You can live with the saints if you subject yourself. Man, I mean, I had problems with this my, my early years, and I still uh, on occasion have problems with it, but you'll do a lot better if you just back up a little bit. Uh, you just give in. I don't have to be first all the time. First Corinthians 9, 12 said, we suffer all things that we hinder, not the gospel of Christ. Amen. Guarantee you, you can live with the saints. And for the sake of the church, subject yourself. Years ago when we started, we got a little puppy and we called him Bear because he looked like a little bear cub, you know, and I, I just wanted to make a watchdog out of him. I figured the best way to do that was slip up on him and scare him. And uh, I did, and I, I scared the bark out of my dog. He got to be about 100 pounds, but uh, Bear never barked again after that. Best you'd get out of it. Now, is it? Bear just wanted to be friends with everybody. Bear loved everybody. Bear, I'm telling you, I learned something uh, from that dog. I mean, we went, when we would drive up, you know, his, his people, he would bolt off into the woods about 10 or 20 yards, and it'd take us a couple of hours sometimes to coax him back in. He was afraid. I, I messed up his mind when he was a puppy. Came in from St. Clair Prison uh, uh, one day, and our neighbors, you know, they had a, a dog that was half wolf. He weighed over 100 pounds, big old dog, and uh, Bear had him uh, tied up to a logging chain out in the middle of a field, and Bear was running down to that dog. I mean, I just stopped the car, thought I'd just watch the end of old Bear. And he ran up to that dog, and he turned over on his back and subjected himself. About three seconds later, he jumped up. Him and that dog was the best of friends. You can live with the saints if you submit yourself. Colossians 3.12, put on as the elect of God, holy beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Ephesians 4 said, Walk worthy of vocation, wherewith you're called with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. That means put up with, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. That means you have to work at it. Amen. Amen. Somebody said to live above with the ones we love. Oh, that will be glory. But to live below with the ones we know. Now that's another story. Amen. Yeah. You can live 
with the saints if you subject yourself. First Thessalonians 2, 7, we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. You can live with the saints if you subject yourself. Then he says in verse 9 again, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. You can love service. As you can see, I'm a deep preacher. This is my deepest point yet. You learn the scriptures if you study, live with the saints, if you submit yourself, you can love service. Here's how it is. Start. That's heavy stuff, ain't it? Start. Bible said in, in verse 3, I entreat thee, true yoke fellow, help. I remember our first year in the ministry, a storm came through, and uh, I was out there throwing limbs, uh, you know, in the pickup truck, and my youngest boy, Jason, he jumped out from behind a bush with a bow and an arrow, and he said, don't you know you're in Sherwood Forest? I just kept working. I said, hey, friend, Sherwood Forest, I always uh, read about, I had a name, uh, a man named Robin Hood. He said, I am Robin Hood. I said, no, you don't understand. I said, Robin Hood was a man. And, and he said, I am a man. I said, no, friend, the Robin Hood I read about, what such a man? He would get down here and help me get these sticks in that pickup truck. <laughs> he said, Daddy, you know they didn't have no pickup trucks in Sherwood Park. <laughs> didn't get nothing out of Robin Hood. Second Thessalonians 3, we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we commanded you. I've been going in St. Clair Prison for 27 years, down in the solitary confinement the whole time. Got over 300 down there. Uh, they're not always friendly. It's always hot. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, just a battle uh, most, most of the time with, with my own flesh. And, uh, you know, I mean, to go down in there. And uh, because uh, it, was just, it was just a battle. And most of the time, the Holy Ghost would win out. But I'm telling you, as soon as I got down there and got my Bible open and dealt with these people out of the Word of God, I felt like being there. Amen. Proverbs 16, 3, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. All you have to do is start. If you're saved, you can Love service. I don't know what you do for missions. Uh, most places, most of the church don't do much for missions. But I'm telling you, you can love service if you just start. Abraham Lincoln said about that great war, I find many men uh, willing to shed their last drop of blood, but few there first. The Bible said in Matthew 11, uh, 28, he said, Come to me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, and you'll find rest for your souls. Love service if you just start. He said in verse 3, we're laborers. He said, labor with me in the gospel. 
You can lead a sinner to God if you just seek them. And they are not hard to find. Matter of fact, we are grossly outnumbered, always uh, have been. Uh, Matthew seven thirteen and 14 said, Many there be that go in thereat in the broad way, and few there be that find it. Bible said in Galatians 4, companion passage, uh, dealing with Sarah and Hagar, it said, She which hath uh, an husband, Okay, and not a husband had many more children uh, than she that did. You are outnumbered, more sinners than there are saints, but you can lead a sinner to God if you seek them. Proverbs 29, the bloodthirsty hate the upright, but the just seek his soul. Luke 11 said, seek and ye shall find. And they're not hard to find, but you got to seek them. God, you know, out there in front of his house in the street, and his neighbor come out and said, what's the matter? He said, well, I lost my, my wallet. And he said, well, let me help you find it about where'd you lose it. And he said, oh, I lost it on the, on the other side of town. He said, what in the world are you looking for here? He said, I'm more comfortable here. You can stay home and be more comfortable. You'll get that in just a minute, amen. You can lead a sinner to God if you seek them and then speak to them. Speak to them. Psalm 119, my soul shall speak of thy word. Led a young man named Barry to the Lord. My first year I was saved and the first convenience store ever came into town, uh, Barry went in and bought some stuff for him, went to work, and he, and he gave the uh, cashier a, a gospel track, and he said, Mammy, you saved? And she said, No, I'm, I'm not saved. How can I be saved? You don't get that response very often. And Barry froze up, and he said, Well, well, well you ought to be a Baptist then. Barry hadn't been saved long. He evidently didn't have a lot of Bible under his belt. But Barry did say something. Barry knew he got saved down at that Baptist church. You can lead a sinner to God. If you just speak to him. You'd be surprised if you just speak to him. Psalm 107, verse 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb? Say so. Psalm 66, verse 16, I will declare what the Lord hath done for my soul. All you got to do is like Paul did all through the book of Acts and tell uh, folks how the Lord saved you. Second Corinthians 4, 13, I believe, therefore have I spoken. First Thessalonians 2, 4, we were allowed of God. What a verse, allowed. This mission's emphasis, you're allowed of God to do something for God to propagate the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We were allowed of God to preach the gospel. Therefore, I speak. You can lead a sinner to God if you seek them. And then if you speak to them. You can lead a sinner to God and you don't have to go anywhere if you send somebody that will. 
I hear it all the time, you know, uh, uh, that's one place, the prison system, I don't want to go. And you got to be a special man. It takes a, you know, no, it's not hard. It's all it takes is a calling. It's easy to go with a calling. Second, Second Peter 1.10, you know, be diligent to make your calling and election sure. I tell you what's hard is pastoring. I've never done it a day in my life. I've got 10 men, best men on the planet. I got no problem out of them. I can't, I can't imagine having 50 or 500 or how many ever's around, amen. I got no idea. But I'm telling you something, send somebody. It's what missions is all about. Acts 15:3 being brought on their way by the church they cause great joy unto all the brethren. Acts 15, 4, being received of the church, they declared all things that God hath done for them. Ephesians 5, 25, Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Everything God does uh, that he honors and blesses, it, it's gone through the local church. You can send someone. David was at Ziglag, and the Amalekites, uh, you know, burned the city with fire and took all the captives and all the spoils, and uh, David inquired of the Lord, and, and the Lord said, pursue after the troop. David had 600 men. 200 of his men were so faint they couldn't pass over the brook. They were not cowards. They were just worn out, so they tarried by the stuff. David took the other 400 and overcame the Amalekites and recovered all the spoil. And as they were coming back into the encampment, he had some men of Belial in the troop. That's men of the devil. They're in every church probably. And uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's the finances that gets them stirred up. Uh, and, and not even talking about their own. It said, we will not part the spoils alike with those that tarried by the stuff because they went not out to the battle. But David being the gracious man that he was, he said, not so, my brethren. Those that tarried by the stuff shall part alike with those that go out to the battle. Be encouraged. God didn't call you to do something. He doesn't call everybody out of a local church at the same time. Matter of fact, he only calls a few, and the rest of them are to tarry by the stuff. And if you tarry by the stuff, and you support the work, and you get involved in missions, you will part alike Amen. with those that went out to the battle. You can lead a sinner to God yourself without ever leaving this pew by sending someone. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I guarantee you, you can be a part of the service. You just send someone. Father, thank you for your goodness this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the encouragement. I'm always so encouraged out of the Word of God. Thank you, Lord, that you love the church and you set it up that way if we just get in it and get faithful. God, study the Scriptures. God, seek out sinners. God, speak to them. 
God, send one somewhere else that we won't go. We can do it. God, help you people as only you can. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand. Everyone stand to your feet. We're going to sing a verse of invitation if you need to move for any reason. You say, preacher, I need to be saved. Well, we've got people down at this altar. Be glad to take a Bible and show you how to be saved. You say, preacher, I need to join. This is where God wants me to serve him. Well, you come and we'll take care of that. But more than anything, I want you to be praying just what we've been praying all month. God, what do you want me to do? What is my part in the missions program? What is, what is, what is, what is your call for me? What is your goals for me? What do you want me to do as we sing, as we sing? You've been on a long and rocky road And at times you felt cheated To have to bear this load While others who would barely even try Would spread their wings like eagles and soar into the sky it doesn't matter who you are everyone help doesn't them matter sing. where you i'm glad been. jesus will love you doesn't right where you are right done. where you are it doesn't jesus matter your past it doesn't matter your history jesus loves you just like you are but because of who he is and because of where he's been yes, because amen. of what he's done you, you can, can start, start all over again if you need to come won't you come it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter where you've been it doesn't matter what you've done Jesus is softly calling, but because of who he is, and because of where he's been, because of what he's done, you can start all over again. Can we take just a moment and give him praise and glory and honor? Amen. Amen. You know, we, we, we try to take truth out of every message. We try, to, we try to say, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And you know, the question has been all month, what, what can we do? What can I do? God, what do you want me to do as an individual? And throughout this whole message, it kept going over, you can. You can. You can. You can. And you say, why, why is that important? Because whatever God puts in your heart, it's 